0: This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, all part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock.
1: All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host Kevin Bowersock. Even though the garden guys forgot who we were. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. It's all good. You know, as we're waving at them through the window, they're they were too too involved with gophers. Apparently, something going on over there. I Could be know. old age too. Uh oh. <laughs> you never know. You just never know. It's you know it's garden talk, and then. Auto talk and yeah, then financial it, talk, then smart investing. It's called mm-hmm. yeah, what's financial talk? It is financial talk, that's <laughs> what they do. Yeah, no, no question. And uh, so yeah, you know, we're all lined up now, all mm-hmm. of us here from the uh, previous station, and now we're all here in a row, like before. Yes, that's how it was before. It was garden talk and auto talk, and then smart investing, and that's how it is again. Although smart investing's on. K-Praise, correct? Yeah. So, And we're both on K-Praise and the answer. Um, and I think Garden Talk's on K-Praise and the answer. Is that correct? Okay, they're just like us. So, yeah, we just need to get Brent and Chase on uh, on the answer also. I, I don't know what they're doing only on K-Praise. But uh, you know, I, I don't think they found a slot for them yet on uh, on the answer. Maybe, maybe. Well, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. As we're talking about everything automotive, are you messing with your uh, headphones again over there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about gophers today. Garden talk guys already covered the gopher thing, right? Today we are uh, talking about uh, uh, your fluids on your vehicle and and, uh, when it's time to service them and why it's important and, and how to keep those fluids in good working order to keep your vehicle in good working order. But we're happy to talk to you about anything automotive-related. You can give us a call here at uh, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 here on the uh, Answer San Diego and Cape Ray's. And uh, we're happy to answer any automotive questions that you do have um, this morning. As uh, Geez, one more week and we're into Thanksgiving, huh? Heading that direction quickly. Uh, so this year went, so, went by so fast. It went by fast. But you, it's been a strange year.
2: Well, that's what I was gonna say. Being a stranger, you would think it but it, it almost seemed like it. I don't know. Of course, we, you know, the
1: older you get, the faster things keep moving, anyway. So, <laughs> I seen you uh, road testing that Fiero the other day that you we've been working on.
2: So, uh yes, I did.
1: Does that work better? Can you hear now? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh yeah. So it's uh um now we're working on getting it smogged, right. Yeah, actually, I think he smogged it.
2: Uh, I think he smogged it last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Because there was something. Uh, he set the timing on it, and then uh, got it all. Dialed a, a vacuum in. line kept popping off the EGR valve or something, and uh, uh, probably he had to sell morning. him a new line, their vacuum line for that or whatever. So he yeah. said it ran really, really good afterwards.
0: Oh, no good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Got the clutch all in it and all that stuff, right? Yes. Now, so he'll be tooling around town in that bad boy no time at all actually you know them cars are a little fun little cars to drive too so i like little slot cars they stick to the road real well but like, because innocent. they
2: sit so low to the ground
1: <laughs> they they do it's a sit-
2: car you don't want to go to dinner in you Why? get home you know we got a belly full of food you got to roll out in the driveway because it ain't it ain't standing up
1: <laughs> it reminds me of the old court the old not court old corvettes like the 80s um the ones that you you were actually below the door jam, yeah. What a terrible idea! That's th- that you, car was so hard to get out of. You know the funny thing is, I was working at some
2: Chevrolet dealers back then when they made them cars, and and I'll never forget like older women, like 70, 80 years old, pull in and pop right out of them like it was nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm in my twenties, having a hard time getting out of this car. And I'm
1: like, getting out of that car was always like turn and crawl. Yes, <laughs> yeah, not. Uh, not my idea of, uh, of, uh, of it's one, a... It's one of those cars you don't want to go to dinner in. <laughs> it was a car that I never wanted to own. I just always thought, man, if I have to crawl in and out of the car I'm driving, it's not a good day. So, one of those things for sure. All right. So, this morning we are talking about... Man, we got... There's lots to talk about when it comes to fluids. Uh, and one of the main ones that's important that sometimes gets forgotten is uh, uh, coolant. So... Uh, one of the important things is what is the job of the coolant uh, in your vehicle? Well, so uh, coolant exchanges and changing out the coolant is important. Uh, the working fluid for the cooling system, basically, this keeps the engine at an operating temperature um, and transfers uh, heat from the engine to the radiator where it then transfers it to the external air and keeps the uh, the uh, engine at uh, at an operating temperature because... Uh,
2: Water does a lot of things. It, I mean, helps transfer the heat, keeps from hot spots because it keeps everything at like one even temperature, and of course, uh, clean fluid really good for everything. I mean, helps lubricate the water pump bearings and keeps the seals clean. keeps Keeps the thermostat, you know, uh, from getting gunk on it and
1: getting stuck. And just as long as it's clean, yeah. Yes. Um, well, the engine basically is a controlled uh, explosion inside each cylinder yes i mean that's what it is so it's it's combustion that's how an engine uh, a gasoline engine and diesel engine both uh different types of uh of uh ignition and and, and burning situation but uh, that's what it is you got a bunch of little explosions going on in each cylinder it's what keeps the motor running uh but that produces heat but we want to keep uh for performance we need to keep that engine in a specific temperature range for optimal performance whether it's cold or hot outside so the cooling system la uh Fluid allows the cooling system, including the radiator, to keep the engine and radiator at just the right temperature, basically. So um, think of it this way. Cool fluid is a warm blanket in the winter and a misting fan in the summer. Well, it
2: also does a really cool thing by providing you heat in the winter, too. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So you
1: do uh, a temperature exchange with it. Well, and a heater core, basically, is a miniature radiator inside your dash.
2: Yes. You're just pushing air through it, and it.
1: Very true. Very true. So, how does coolant flow through the the cooling system is a good question. So, there's a, coolant, a car's cooling system operates on a loop, pumping a mixture of water and antifreeze, or what we call coolant, because you don't want to r- run straight water. If you do, you run in straight water, you end up with, uh, um, um, obviously, uh, things rusting and corroding and contaminating inside the uh, engine. Uh, so, that would be the demise of the cooling system pretty quickly running straight water and and uh so there's a mixture we usually run 50 50 antifreeze and water uh help regulate the engine temperature uh absorbs the heat generated by the engine transports it to the radiator then the radiator blowing air through it obviously driving down the road or your fan uh that's on the radiator if you're in traffic uh transfers the heat from the uh through the fins out to the outside and The coolant, then uh, that's cooled down, goes back to the motor to pick up more heat. And that's basically how it works. Uh, Low or weak coolant levels mean its job performance is compromised and your car can start to overheat. Or, like Kevin said, uh, with coolant, you start to get corrosion inside of uh, uh, the radiator, the coolant passages, the head gaskets that are now a lot of metal. They start to to rot or deteriorate. Um, The bearings in the water pump, the seals. Coolant's just like any other fluid on a vehicle, uh, that it starts to carry the contaminants, the wear inside, or the sediment, and it floats around, and it can settle places such as in the bottom of the radiator, um, in the bottom of the uh, cooling jackets inside the engine, and and that kind of stuff, and then creates can create hot spots in a motor because the coolant's not uh, reaching those areas, and then. Creates issues over time, so deteriorates everything. So it's important to change out out the coolant on a regular basis, uh, as far as that goes. Uh, and there's different types of coolant. There's a lot of different types of coolant, and we can, uh, um, well, talk about that. But mostly, the easiest to know is extended life and regular life coolant. So regular ethylene glycol is that green type coolant that uh, was originally used in most vehicles for years and years and years, and is still used in some vehicles these days. Um, and then there's extended life coolant, which is a, uh, um, and, but we have, we have what we call oat and, and different types of extended life coolant. Um, but, uh, for the most part, uh, what you need to know is you don't, you use the proper coolant in a vehicle. Why? Because the cooling system and the components inside of it, uh, seals and that were made for that type of coolant and help by using the wrong coolant, you can create deterioration of different metals, things get attacked inside there, et cetera, um, that we don't want to do. So, but coolant breaks down like any other engine fluid, just as motor oil is vital engine performance additives. Your coolant has additives to prevent boiling, freezing, corrosion. When these additives are depleted, contaminants and debris can begin to build up on the radiator. Um, And also, like I said, to the bottom of the engine block, affecting the performance. Essential to have your coolant fluid exchanged every so often. And uh, by the way, coolant spelled backwards is (laughs) o'clock <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> A word that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, as far as the coin goes, uh, we typically rec- recommend that if you run uh, its regular ethylene glycol that your vehicle requires, that you uh, um, change the fluid out to every two years or 24,000 miles as far as that goes. If we're running extended life, we say three years or 50,000 miles. Um, although uh um sometimes they will say folks will say that uh you know what uh, oh that coolant last 100,000 miles on extended life coolant the problem with that is um it doesn't and it breaks down and by the time you change it out at 100,000 miles you have other issues going on which we see inside the motor right yes so um uh, head gaskets get attacked you know <laughs> blown, blown head gaskets things like that uh Uh, sediment levels become extremely high inside the radiator um because this coolant as it breaks down and travels through the motor picks up like we say all all of the sediment um, from inside the block and when it breaks down it creates more sediment that sediment has to go somewhere so a lot of times it ends up in the bottom of the cooling jackets in the block or it ends up uh, itself uh, uh in the bottom of the radiator uh reducing the cooling capacity of the radiator um I've done some auto man segments where we've cut open the radiator and the whole bottom of a radiator. um, A third of it is just full of sediment. There is no uh, cooling uh, capacity in that third of the radiator. So in other words, you take your radiator and you're only working at two thirds when that happens. Uh, And that is strictly from not changing out coolant properly and uh, leaving it to uh, uh, its demise for long extended periods of time. That's the thing about, uh, wear like
2: that too when 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 uh like the inside of the thing start getting a little bit coated so that's you know slowly you may not notice it by the gauge but it is slowly not cooling as well and you'll notice like if you started to do uphill climbs you know like something under load air conditioner on then you start to notice it Engine but temporizes but on a normal day you may not notice stuff like that and then when a couple of them get finally plugged you know it, it'll creep up really
1: quickly it it can and it, it- Fast, exactly. So, but over time, that's still deteriorating the uh, efficiency of the cooling system and also the components in there. So, and it just keeps uh, keeps going, you know. Uh, all vehicles don't need a coolant, like we said, exchange the same time. But if if it is ethylene glycol, two years, twenty four thousand miles, or three years, fifty thousand miles, and it's a good time to consider replacing the thermostat when you do that. That is a mechanical cooling device. It opens and closes, opens and closes all the time uh, and keeps your engine at a regulated temperature. So uh, they do wear out and they do stick. And if you're lucky and it sticks, it sticks open. Therefore, it doesn't do any damage. If it sticks shut, you end up with problems. So and, and from that uh, can cause a, a, a pretty serious issues with the motor. So anyway. All right, folks, give us a call here. 888 888- 3441170 that's 8883441170 anything automotive related we're happy to talk to you about this morning we're going to take our first break real quick we'll be right back after these messages I got to make sure I get the right dial here. I keep turning your headphones up, huh? <laughs> as soon as you can I'm like, boy, it's really loud in here. <laughs> My hearing's all, all of a sudden got better over the year.
3: <laughs>
1: you never know. All right, folks, we're talking about coolants, transmission fluid, fuel injection cleanings, fluids on vehicles, all the cool stuff about that and why it's important to service them. But you can give us a call here at 888 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. I do want to remind you that Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, uh, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway up in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for 28 years now, taking care of folks up there in the North County. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and uh, smog certified out there uh, for uh, over seven years, taking care of folks um, in the East County. Along with West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified right there in central San Diego. Uh, Taking care of folks over there for uh, over four years. And now West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, 5726 Miramar Road, over there in the Golden Triangle across the freeway from where we're at now. AAA approved and star certified. Taking care of folks over there for two years now, uh, almost, coming up here this uh, April. So a year and three quarters or whatever you want to call it. So good stuff. Um, all of us at the West Automotive Group, my employees, myself, we all come together to bring the Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Now let's stop in and have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. Um, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Uh, very important. Uh, you can get one of our cards and uh, used anytime uh six months no interest. Uh um it's very helpful, especially these days with uh uncertainty and everything going on. Uh it can just help you spread some things out and it doesn't cost you any interest and uh makes it easier to get those uh repairs and services done uh and make sure you have reliable transportation which is important. Um you can also uh stop in and take advantage of our certicare transmission diagnosis uh uh if you think you have a transmission problem get it in let, let one of us uh Our experts uh, get it all figured out for you and and, uh, make sure uh, what's going on because all too often we see people that think they have a transmission problem and it's related to something else. Last thing we want you to do is spend money on a repair that's not needed. Um, You can also uh, always drop your vehicle and use our shuttle rides to or from work or home and no charge, and uh, we always have low-cost rental vehicles available at all four locations. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. by going to westautomotivegroup.com and follow from there uh you can also from there go check out the auto man segments Uh, i am the auto man on the cw uh on fridays and i'm the auto man on uh uh, fox 5 on saturday it's not saturdays i'm sorry wednesdays today's saturday when we do auto talk radio we have all these different things going on so it is saturday right yes okay (laughs) just double checking but uh so anyway uh you can check out all our auto man segments right there to our to our youtube channel and also you can go uh uh, check out all the Auto Talk Radio segments also through there. Um, all of them are are there. Uh we also you can always if you miss any of the Auto Talk radios and you there is uh all our podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio dot com and tune in. Boy, that's a list of uh places. Yes. Still impresses me that you know all of them. So I, I wrote it down. Yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not that good. <laughs> so
2: he's reading off the teleprompter. <laughs>
1: no, I don't have a teleprompter. <laughs> I have a piece of paper though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can spell and write. So uh, there's a lot of them to remember. If it was only a couple, would be easy. But there's there's a lot. But which is good, it's accessible. So you can get out there and check it out, get it figured out, or whatever it is, and go from there. Um, but uh, yeah, you can get all that information, or you can just go to uh, uh, westautomotivegroup.com and go from there. Uh, This morning, give us a call at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Or you can email us anytime at autotalk at westautomotorgroup.com. If you want to chat with us, give us a shout. Uh, Let's grab uh, Paul and Santee real
3: quick. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. I was wondering if you heard anything about the reason for the Toyota RAV4 Prime delay. It was initially supposed to be available in May or June.
1: Yeah, um, there's, I'm sure some of it has to do with this year and everything that's been going yeah. on probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know for sure what the delay is on it. Uh, uh, there's been several vehicles that, that things have happened to this year though that, uh, uh, were delayed a bit out. So when are they saying it's supposed to be available now?
3: Uh, th- no one knows for sure. I talked to uh Longo Toyota, which mm-hmm. purports to be the biggest in the country as far as Toyota dealerships. And they said it was a year and a half, uh, out until i could expect
1: one. Oh, gotcha yeah i'm sure every <laughs> everybody i'm sure there's a list of people already because there always yeah. is
3: that that want them
1: but yeah and i do believe they are the biggest toyota dealer in all of the united states so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah up there in uh or- orange county right it, no, actually, it's in El Monte. El Monte, okay, gotcha. East of L.A., about thirty miles, I think it is. Gotcha. I kn- I know it's supposed to be a humongous Toyota dealer. Never been yeah. there, but I've heard of it. So, um, yeah. So if anybody can get their hands on them eventually, it'll probably be those guys. I'm sure they'll get one of the first shipments because of the volume they sell. Uh, but, yeah. uh, um, is there? Did are they are they taking a. Uh, deposits on them and
3: people well, they they did say they did say that they have a lot of people with deposits and so but i wasn't interested in waiting a year and a half i'll figure out something else that'll uh, fit the bill exactly exactly yeah. yeah do you have a rav4 now i do and it's a v6 and why i was interested in the prime is because it's uh it has the same or more power than the my v6 which is a uh, it's a uh, pretty uh Pretty strong motor for that size of car. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, um, this should be interesting uh, to when they come out for sure.
3: Okay. Thank you very much,
1: Brian. No problem. Hey, thanks for being a listener, and have a wonderful, safe weekend. You as well. Thanks thank a lot. Uh-huh. Bye bye. So, uh, no, th- there's been delays on several cars. You know?
2: Well, I kind of wonder sometimes if it, if, it's a, if, if they're going to wait until a better year so that it it'll, it'll have more of an explosion of people
1: buying it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people. But that, there's uh the new Ford Bronco, um, I believe, got delayed too. It was supposed to be out this year. So, and and then then there's also a waiting list for the Raptor Ranger. They're making. They're gonna make a Raptor Ranger.
2: So, what motor are they gonna put in the Raptor Ranger? I don't know.
1: I didn't read all the stuff on it. I was like, I'm not. I'm not gonna wait to, on a list. <laughs> it's not using my thing. So, you see when I'm looking for a car, I I it's a car I want some folks buy cars because i'm not i mean a car i need you know what i mean some people get on those lists and they just they just want to have that car that car so yeah but they might be who knows they they might have four or five cars anyway so it's not like they're really
2: needing a car they just want that car so that's true it's true
1: you know or or they're willing or their car's fine they're willing just to wait for it and they're going to drive their car until they get that car or whatever so it's all good all good. All right, folks. 888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170 here on Auto Talk Radio. Let's uh, grab Paul in Coronado. Good morning, Paul.
4: Yeah, hi. Hey, hi. I want to ask you about um, how the electrolysis works with a iron block and a, uh aluminum head if you don't change out your radiator fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody told me that that, that can happen. Um, and then I have a couple other uh, qu- questions, if you don't mind.
3: Sure.
4: Um, I asked you about my idle air control valve on my '85 Toyota. You gave me your website mm-hmm. or your you gave me your email, and I lost it. If I could have that again, um, to sure. see if you can locate one for me. And then, do you know any carburetor uh, mechanics?
1: <clears throat> well, what? T- so for this vehicle that you're talking about now, what 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 vehicle? What type well, of vehicle with uh, a carburetor? Because some some carburetors are just okay. really tough. But uh, are, are, right,
4: it would be the Nissan eighty oh, four Nissan. Okay. Yeah, the tough one.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, not. There's a lot worse than that. Some of the the preludes. Oh, good. prelude side draft carbs and stuff like that take a lot of experience to deal with. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So car, carburetor people are harder and harder to find. We do do some of them, like on motorhomes, things like that uh cars mm-hmm. we don't the problem with those is finding parts for them to be honest with you right. when it comes to the carburetor itself
4: me, yeah he, this guy that i took it to said he's gonna have a, uh, a hard time finding solenoids for this particular carburetor Ex- exactly I guess. well most of that
1: stuff's long gone that's the problem so unfortunately right there are some uh remanufacturers of carbs out there sometimes you got to replace the whole carb and that that is possible too
4: so it just, just okay. Depends. I didn't think of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It just depends okay. uh, what's going on with it. Um, but you wanted my email. The best way to, to email us is just AutoTalk at westautomotivegroup.com, Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that way you can you can shoot me an email on that on that. Uh, I don't control motor. I remember talking to you about it. But uh, um, right. the coolant electrolysis. So a couple of things happen there. Is what what happens uh uh with the the different types of metals and. Uh, creating electrolysis can actually uh, electrolysis will then start to eat into metals. In other words, aluminum uh, and things like that. And we see more damage like aluminum heater cores where the electrolysis gets high inside the cooling system and will actually eat a hole through the heater core and you end up with leaks. If you don't get that flushed out and cleaned out and there's a whole process to do so, just replacing the heater core, it'll be not too long and then the heater core, uh, leaks. We see F1 F150s had a big problem with that. Remember Kevin? Ground straps have to help that too. <laughs> <laughs> they do. So a lot of times uh, they will uh have a TSB uh or bulletin about installing an additional ground strap to reduce the electrolysis concern.
4: Okay, well uh, that's interesting cuz I've already replaced four or five heater cores, and it's because I don't get my fluid changed out or should I uh um install a strap like you were saying? <laughs>
1: Well, how long are these between uh, replacing them? How, how time and miles? every
4: four or five years.
1: Well, how many miles?
4: In my oh hell, I don't drive very much. I don't at all. Gotcha. So it just it, yeah, I, I just work here in Coronado mostly. You know what type and of, over the bridge every, every?
1: Is it this Nissan you're talking about?
4: Yeah, eighty four Nissan.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. two
4: point four liter.
1: Well. Um, it's it's imperative to regularly change it. And that car uses regular ethylene glycol coolant. So every every two years minimum, I would be changing that coolant out without question. But, yeah, you know, oh. it, and it could also be uh, the quality of the heater cores you're getting nowadays, too. I mean, some of them for those older right. cars, the the quality of them has gone downhill. That's what I was kind of wondering myself. That's- yeah, so that could be part of it. But, yeah, it, it never – and if uh, sitting a lot, I mean – the electrolysis could be picking up on the vehicle. It never hurts to add an additional ground strap uh, to some of those. But uh, those typically were for vehicles that we saw a lot of uh, a lot of problems with uh, um, specifically. And and the F one fifty was one that had a lot of Ford F one fifty had a lot of issues with creating a high level of electrolysis inside of it. So, cooling system. Okay.
4: Um. Now. The, uh, it's. Uh, I've been using the the old school. Uh, you can only get it from O'Reilly's. Uh, green, um, the green, um, the lime green uh, coolant. Uh-huh. Is that you? Mentioned the coolant is important. to proper coolant. Yeah.
1: Um, well, that vehicle so uses it, it, ethylene glycol coolant, so uh, the green ethylene glycol is, is is the proper coolant for that. Um, okay, yeah, like I said, I would just make sure it's right. changed out, obviously, you don't drive a lot, so every two years uh minimum timeline wise, and uh that'll help okay, keep yeah. everything clean, okay, gotcha, gotcha,
4: okay, you said auto talk at west
1: automotive um,
4: your your email
1: yeah auto talk oh. at west automotive group dot com
4: Great. Okay, man. appreciate you guys helping me out. No problem, Paul. I won't lose this one.
1: You got it. Great to talk to you, man. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thank
4: you, man. You too. Okay. Okay,
1: Take care. Bye-bye. All right, folks. Give us a call here. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related we're here to talk to you about as you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer and Praise San Diego.
0: There's more auto talk education and empowerment on the way here on auto talk radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio, Brian Bowersock, eight, 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 three, four, four, 1170. Now here's more auto talk with Brian Bowersock.
1: All right, folks, welcome back to auto talk radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Uh, Mr. Kevin Bowersock is in the studio with me, as always. Good morning. You're napping over there. No, I'm just Just, relaxing. Just relaxing. (laughs) A relaxing Saturday. Yes. One one of those amazing things. Sit around and talk about cars. Hey, love cars. Love talking about cars. And everything that cars do. Yes. All the fun fun stuff that goes along with them. Mm -hmm. I do want to remind folks that uh, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to uh, you by Interstate Battery of San Diego. Interstate Battery... uh, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there without question. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries at the uh, West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Interstate batteries are uh, the technician's choice across the nation and around the world. Right? Yes. Yeah. No No question. I see that. they're changing their colors, though. They do that every so often. Well, I
2: even seen a, a like a red interstate race car. I was like, wow. Because, I mean, normally you're
1: used to that lime green color they have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> green and black yeah that's kind of their tradition yeah, yeah yeah i don't know i don't i don't know if they're changing all their colors and you just might be adding a little throwing a little red in there and a little more color you know <laughs> it's one of those things for sure uh but uh yeah interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there if you need a battery for any of your vehicle needs uh hop on westautomotivegroup.com make an appointment get in we'll get you an interstate battery installed if you need a battery for any other need you can check them out at their storefronts at uh 9345 cabot drive in miramar or in La Mesa, Seventieth and University Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Nice quality stuff out there. Okay, so we're gonna have a guest uh, here real quick. Uh, uh, we're gonna get uh, RC on here with us. Good morning, RC. Are you there, my friend?
5: Yeah, I'm there.
1: Hey, how are you doing this morning? Good. Hey, I heard that uh, you had an an awesome uh, uh, drive by of lots of cars. Uh, the other weekend is that correct
5: yeah and i and i also got hot wheels that were unopened
1: that is so cool do you know how many cars uh actually uh cruised by uh your house
5: i think it was 200
1: it it, it was yeah brett was te- <laughs> telling me that uh um, they had over 200 cars that uh drove by your house and there was all kinds of cool cars wasn't there
5: yeah, and I also got this Matchbox police car that said San Diego Police on the side.
1: That is so cool, so cool. What was your favorite car though that that uh, cruised by?
5: Um, it was like it was the Ferrari, actually.
1: The Ferrari, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. Th- there was sub- What was that?
5: The tri-turbo is my favorite.
1: Very nice, very nice. But there was a lot of really cool cars, huh?
5: Yeah, I really
1: enjoyed it, and uh, it was really cool. All the people that turned out for that for your uh, your birthday because you're 11 now, right?
5: Yeah, I am. Awesome. So much
1: fun. That is so awesome. Well, I'm glad that all those folks came by, and I'm glad that you enjoyed cars. And hey, man, you know uh, we've been loving cars for a long time, Kevin and I. When we were young, like you, we were really into cars, like we still are now. And uh, so, yeah. just good stuff, man. Cars, cars are amazing and uh everything from sports cars to to tr- off-road trucks to fun stuff and i'm glad that you uh you enjoy them so much
5: yep
1: it's really cool well hey uh we just glad to have you call in we're glad that uh, uh they were able to put that all together for you um keep loving cars and and uh um so you really love- like
5: the pantera so much
1: oh yeah the pantera yeah it's cool. yeah,
5: and i also thought A Hot Wheels full-size Pantera. Really? It wasn't like like the real Pantera. It was bigger than a Hot Wheel, much bigger.
1: Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Do you have a lot of Hot Wheels?
5: Yes, I'm rich. I'm rich of Hot Wheels.
1: Rich of Hot Wheels. That is so cool. How many Hot Wheels do you have, you think?
5: A lot.
1: A lot? (laughs) How
5: many I have.
1: That is really... I
5: got a 100 car case.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, those are really fun to collect. No no question about it and play with, obviously. So, yeah. Um, hey, well, keep enjoying the cars. And uh, we're glad that uh, we could help out be part of uh, your cruise by. I'm glad that uh, all those folks showed up and you were able to enjoy that. And I hope you had a hap- happy 11th birthday, RC.
5: Okay.
1: All right. Hey, thanks for calling in. It was good talking to you. All right. All right. You take Thank care now.
5: Thank- Call
1: anytime. Yep. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So, folks, that they did a drive-by for RC's birthday. Uh, we were talking about it on the radio the other day. Um, and uh, just uh, really good uh, stuff. He got to see a lot of really cool cars. His 11, he's really into cars and Hot Wheels, and uh, cars are his thing. So um, glad he got to call in and talk to us, and uh, glad that uh, we could uh, – get the word out there with everybody else and so many cars showed up. Yeah, Brett was telling me uh over 200 vehicles showed up for that. That's awesome. And the San Diego PD and everybody else uh uh flipping their lights on and Oh yeah, doing all right the cool on. stuff, man. So um and his cars are really a big thing for him. So i'm glad we could uh kind of help uh uh be part of that and he was able to uh call in he got the, to see that. The neighborhood was kind of busy that day with 200 cars rolling through and t- it was <laughs> but what a great cause. Grow a great cause. So all all good stuff, man. You know. Uh, when you can make somebody's day, uh, that's a good thing to do. Yes, yes. I'm glad to see a young person that's into cars because, you know. Oh, uh, I, I, you know what? I, the, when he was talking about
2: saving Hot Wheels cars, I haven't heard anybody say they really have Hot Wheels cars in a long time. So, I mean, you still have Hot Wheels, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah,
1: I do. <laughs> you saved them from when you were a kid. Yeah. Right? I'm the sure.
2: kid played with them. I mean, Christian played with them a little bit, but I, I yeah, we got a, still got a ton of Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're in the house somewhere they still out. make them
1: that that's another uh a thing that's been uh uh going for a long time so now the question is how w- old how many years hot wheels have been around but that's for what, a long time that's what i was just wondering how um, long
2: i wonder how now that i think about that now i think i'll look that up later
1: yep yep well uh, 1968
2: see Brenda. I, t- I knew Brenda. brendan's already
1: google, google that <laughs> I'm talking about the ranger raptor and he came in and said, oh, it's going to have the V6 twin turbo motor in it. And so mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you see when they're expecting that truck to be out, the Raptor? I can take a look. Oh. <laughs> well, I was
2: just, because it's going to be, when he came in and said that it's three liter twin turbo, I'm like, well, is the little Raptor going to beat the big Raptor now? Oh, my. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. I mean, v, twin twin
1: turbocharged uh, V6, saw, that's that's going to be moving. Yeah, I saw pictures of that uh, truck, and I was like, that's a good looking truck. It's probably going to be a seventy thousand dollar Ford Ranger, but it's a good looking truck. Hey, you know, everything's over fifty grand anymore. It seems like, yeah. you know, you can. Uh, I, I, I'm sure. Well, a Raptor was, you know, seventy grand, eighty grand, I think, something like that. So, well, I don't you, know. okay, so,
2: I mean, obviously, we're all watching more. I think it's IMBA or something. I don't know. It's on the. It's on the. It's on the the netflix you know deal whatever but i started watching because you know dukes of hazard came out when i was a kid and i was the other day ago it was just something it was a tv show that i was going to sit down and watch you know if you sit down at nine o'clock at night i'll sit down and watch a few minutes of it before i go to bed right Mm -hmm. but they have commercials on there and shell came out with a commercial and said we're gonna i'm trying to remember the exact year so don't don't like totally hold this but it's going to be the next 15 years or so. So I think it said 2030 or 2035 or something like that. We plan on being zero admissions.
1: And I was like, "Yeah, huh. 2035. Uh, yeah, was, but I, was the doc going to sell any more internal combustion engine cars in California. I believe.
2: Well, I, yeah, but if Shell's
1: saying they're going to be zero, what, what does that mean? So we were trying to, you know, at work, we were talking. Oh, them. well, they're, they're expected that what their fuels are burned in will be put out zero emissions when done. So that's through the catalyst and everything else. Well,
2: I get that. But they're not going to stop producing. Are they going to do it by hydrogen
1: or how are they going to do it? I mean, that's
2: why we were trying to. I don't think it's going to be batteries because, you know, the fuel companies are going to want to do something other than batteries. So hydrogen or something becomes zero percent. And which then, again, you know, Is California going to really say no more fossil or no more? Is it really a fossil fuel anymore? So at that point, gasoline engine can still be sold if it's running on hydrogen. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it wouldn't be a gasoline
1: engine anymore,
2: but it would still be a mechanical engine like that.
1: Yeah. And the question that comes up with all that, you know what? He's talking about um, the wonderful governor was talking about uh, um, um, going to electric vehicles. But if you have to stop and think about this, we all know that electric vehicles aren't that environmentally friendly no, either. No, they're bad. The batteries
2: are terrible. Because of all the waste. And then what you got to dig up to produce the special, you know, the, the, the you know, like the lead plates or or whatever kind of batteries they're using, all that stuff's got to come out of the ground. So you got to dig it out of the ground. Then, and then trying to get rid of it after, you know, once the battery's can't be charged anymore now you have to dispose of them so just stick it back in the ground that's for sure no it doesn't work out not that easy is it (laughs) new it's kind of like motor oil i mean it comes out of the ground but you just can't throw it back in the ground after it's been burned you know what i'm saying it just don't work that way so the 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 the, the, the like and then you got to remember too, electricity now granted in the midwest in some like where we grew up the river turned the turned the generators to produce electricity it's hydro, but hydro dam. But here, they use you know either propane, natural gas to power the generators to turn the generators to produce electricity. So you're still burning fossil fuels. Exactly. So you know, and and, and if if we all went to electric cars, that means they have to produce that much more electricity.
1: So yeah, most of it. Mm. Is Basically, not, in the end, it just not it's the, the same same, same. Let's just call it the same same. <laughs> anyway, but. Prime example, I mean, and here they shut down all the nuclear power plants. That actually was one of the cleaner ways to produce electricity as long as you didn't have something go wrong. <laughs> so, but, uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's so, one of those things. Yeah, so in the end, I, my, my thing is electric cars are
2: convenient. I mean, if you're running around town because you come home, you plug it in. You never have to go to the gas station if you're just in
1: town time saving for
2: sure. So, I mean, it's a really cool concept for, you know, somebody just running around
1: town. It it yeah, it is, but in in the same essence, like we're talking, it does require using of natural environmental we, things and, and the waste from it when it's done. That's why I don't is not great. So, if you think you're really saving the environment, I, you should just walk or ride a horse. But then a horse has, lets out gas that they say <laughs> messes up the environment too, so you can't ride the horse no more. And the cows, you can't have them because they're destroying the the ozone layer. And man, it's just a. All right, I, now I don't know what to tell you to do, so I'm just gonna keep driving my car. <laughs> i'm good as soon as you said horse i was thinking of the cow thing i was like wait a minute you can't have a horse these the days either gas from the cow because it eat. yeah well the horse does the same thing and it's gonna eat a hole in the ozone layer so you can't ride a horse anymore so you're just gonna have to walk and barefooted because all the shoes you wear there's rubber, rubber. that's petroleum <laughs> products it is so <laughs> see it's gonna have to walk around barefooted <laughs> Bamboo shoes his head. He's like oh man This has gone a wrong I, direction I just All the callus on the feet And everything <laughs> <laughs> Well what? at least at least here It doesn't get <laughs> as cold As other places Think you even will walk barefooted Where there's snow and ice Man <laughs> The pedicure people will be happy to get, get to a lot of bad feet. All right. This went way wrong. Let's back to coolant we're talking about. Anyway, so it interesting enough though, as as you are right, is is there's so many things that go into the process of uh vehicles and everything else. And 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 even though they say things are more environmentally friendly, uh maybe they are a little bit more, but there's there's impact to everything with every vehicle, et cetera. And and uh and and that's a good point so it's one of those things i did want to hit on real quick the different types so uh there currently there's three types of coolant there's the conventional green coolant antifreeze which ethylene gly- glycol based uh uh this typically have uh all coolants have anti corrosion additives that provide extra corrosion protection and and uh over time uh 2 years 24000 miles for those pretty much uh uh Some manufacturers required, uh, back in the day, 15,000 miles for that coolant to be changed out. Uh, But most of it now is two years 24. It's pretty good. Um, There's uh, 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 extended life, like uh, the Dex Cool and uh, Ford extended life and stuff. Uh, Those were Oat Coolives, Oat, what's called Oat, which is organic acid technology uh, in, in those that protect the system for corrosion longer they some manufacturers said they last 150,000 miles that doesn't really happen. They don't last that long. Bad idea. I say 3 years 50,000 miles we do. If you change it out at 3 years 50, it you really prevent because that when that coolant breaks down, it does create a ton of sediment. And that's what we see plug in radiator fins and stuff like that. So you let a co- that coolant go go over seventy thousand miles and you're gonna end up with the issues. You really do. So especially yeah. if you get any air into the cooling system whatsoever. Ooh. It starts crystallizing <laughs> uh, right away. It does right away. It's terrible. That's why so with these coins and like Toyota's extended life People might say, "Well, oh, the coolant light came on. The coolant's low. I haven't seen anything on the ground." And you put the vehicle up, and you look like the water pump's been leaking, and there is a stalagmite running down the motor. That's because when the extended life coolants hit the air, they 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 uh um what did you just call it? they like fossilized crystallized crystallize. yeah there you go and they create these we call them stalagmites of coolant but that's truly what they look like you can get these big hanging things the coolant never actually hits the ground well, the
2: air the heat and all that stuff just like cooks it and it turns it into
1: does and it, and it turns into it's like a, it's like putting sugar water in a in a, in a frying pan it is same <laughs> idea Yeah, there you go good good point so it turns into that um and then there's hybrid oat antifreezes uh not hybrid cars, but the, the hybrid coolants uh, go into regular cars, uh, a fast-acting formula that may last for a long time also. But once again, still we're finding that these break down. So if you want to keep your cooling system in good order, three years, 50,000 miles. Uh, you know, you can hybrid oats and oat coolants shouldn't be crossed. So this where it becomes very uh, imperative to put the proper coolant in your vehicle without question. Uh, because by, uh, uh, mixing them, you can create issues that cr- create even worse situations. So, uh, get it cleaned out, get it flushed, you know, and what it comes down to basically uh regular coolant, uh, ethylene glycol, two years, 24,000 miles flush regularly. Uh, any other coolant, uh, uh, the oat or the hybrid oats, uh, three years, 50,000 miles and you keep your cooling system in good working order and prevent a lot of issues along the way. So, um, and, and, you know, because Radiator hoses break down internally more so than not. Nowadays, we don't see them breaking down externally. We they start to break down internally, where the and so all that stuff along with the uh, corrosion inside the blocks and the heads and everything else, and and then the level of of uh um. What were we just talking about? The the. Uh, with the f-150s when they 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 have their uh <laughs> i uh, just had a brave part too <laughs> anyway what the electrolysis the electrolysis <laughs> level goes up the longer you leave the coolant. in if you change it out regularly it will keep the electrolysis controlled in all systems uh as far as that goes so uh doing a good flush cleaners sealer out lubricant that goes with the flushing and then the new coolant just keeps your cooling system in good working order for sure so uh, let's grab uh, Bruce real quick in Carlsbad. Good morning, Bruce.
3: Good
5: morning.
1: How are you doing, sir? Uh, this is hard. uh. Oh, you're breaking up on us, my friend.
3: Are you okay, there? let me let me get out here a little farther. There you go. We got you now. Okay, um, in the um, I assume in house you have a an oscilloscope capability to look at the actual waveform of this secondary. Coil, or at the uh, at the spark plugs themselves, on a typical ignition system, not a coil over, not not, not the coil on the plugs, but the regular uh-huh. ignition wires. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I assume that when you put the capacitive probe on, uh, it, that your uh, you have a specific place that you put it. And that you have a database of waveforms to compare it to, mm-hmm. is that true?
1: Uh, well, we know what a good waveform looks like. So with an ignition, so yes, and we can tell where there's spots where things are dropping out, or we get an extended right, burn, right. or or whatever. There's yes, there's a, yeah. So,
3: there, so do you do you have a specific spot that you're supposed to put uh, attach the uh, probes to?
1: Well, well, it depends on the ignition system of the vehicle. Back in the day, when a coil was separate. There was leads for the negative and positive side of the coil, and then you put a clamp on the on the coil wire, and then you had a, a clamp on number one plug, and it took input from all of those and created your form. And it does depend on the oscilloscope these days; uh, they're not used near as much. We still do use smaller ones on on even coil over though to check coils and things like that.
3: So right, oh, well, what I'm getting at here is with the. Uh, you know, in the old days, you just had the single wire, uh, the spark plug wire was a single uncoiled wire going down it, and now they're, they're carbon resistive, Correct. Uh, coiled over like a fiberglass base, Correct. An, a non-ferrous base, yeah. and um, it would seem that depending upon where you put the probe, like if you put it right at the spark plug uh, versus back towards the distance. Uh, Distrib- distributor that you're going to see a, a, a large increase uh, as you're going back towards the distributor as opposed to putting it on right at the spark plug uh, because it, uh, after the ignition takes place during that interval there's going to be a, a big drop in the resistance across that gap the gap being an, uh, infinite resistance at one time and then it's going to go down dr- mm-hmm. dramatically so right. that that means that that the remaining voltage that appears at the spark plug is going to increase as it's going away from the spark plug because of the distributed resistance or impedance of the spark plug cable itself, the ignition wiring itself. Well,
1: the way that it picks up and reads it, it it does not. So what you're you're saying is that you'd get uh, more voltage if you're, Checking down there versus up at the top, but it doesn't really scope doesn't really work that way. So, um,
3: well, I, well, kind of. Have you just tried it yourself just to see if it? Because you do, it, uh, if you're looking at it on a oscilloscope, you can read the peak to peak value.
1: Correct. Yeah, it does not change. Does, it, not change. does not change for that. No sir. No.
3: And that's and that holds true over the current. Uh, now it does. The type wires. It, com-
1: Correct. Correct. And, and, and it will change with obviously larger spark plug gap and things like that. But, uh, um, when it comes to the wire, one end or the not, that does not change for that. All right. Hey, we're, Bruce, we're going to oh, okay, have to actually, okay. actually go. Uh, appreciate your question. You can give us a shout okay. next week or send me an email, uh, San Diego and everybody out there. Thanks for listening today. We always appreciate you joining in, uh, to auto talk radio with us. Um, you can email us anytime at, uh, Auto Talk at westautomotivegroup.com Group.com or uh, uh, give us a call here anytime during the show from uh, 7 to 8 on Saturday mornings. Keep the rubber side down and shiny side up. Until next Saturday, this has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer and K Praise.